Welcome to The Daily Influence, where our mission is to deliver a daily dose of positive influence that can uplift you personally or be shared within your sphere of influence. While not every episode may directly apply to your unique circumstances, we strive to provide insights and inspiration relevant to most people's daily, weekly, and monthly lives. Whether you are tuning in during the morning, noon, or night, The Daily Influence is here for you. Listen, share, and embrace the power of influence in your life. Hey everybody, Brian Smith here with The Daily Influence, and today we continue down the path and the discussion about communication, specifically self-deception. And self-deception we touched on a little bit yesterday when we were talking about self-communication, but today we're going to dive deeper into what it is to deceive ourselves and lie to ourselves and justify our actions when our actions or our behaviors are negative, negative to us, negative to those that we influence, whatever our area of influence is, and how we as a species can self-justify things almost all the time. And, And slowing down, being mindful and intentional about our actions can help us to not self-justify, break out of that pattern of negativity, of poor communication, and move us back into a positive frame of mind. So when we use self-justification to excuse our behavior, we're lying to ourselves. Uh, Each time a person doesn't take accountability for something and then justifies their actions, they're self-communicating this deception. And uh, they're doing it and they're communicating it to anyone who will listen, primarily because they don't want to be held accountable. They don't want to face whatever is causing them to justify for or move past a problem that they think they might have an easy path for. So they justify the decision to move around the barriers, to uh, climb over the rules, to do whatever it is they want to do that they have to justify their actions for. And almost all self-justification comes in a negative connotation. It comes as a reaction to being called out on something. But self-justification is a destructive behavior. It's not a positive behavior. Yes, it protects you, but it only protects you from accountability. It only protects you from answering for a decision or an action. It it doesn't really provide anything positive to the larger scale of things, generally speaking. The impact of deception and self-deception is common in work environments. Um, We had a team member who oftentimes complained about their workload. We get this a lot. They uh, are overworked. They're doing too much for people. Other people aren't doing uh, their fair share. They're the best person in the building. And they went away and for a couple of days, and then they came back and there were gaps in their area of influence. And they pointed to that and said, see, nobody is helping me. I'm the only one who's doing these things. Nobody came to my aid or came to support me when I was gone. And so I spoke to the team member after it and 
I really wanted to identify the differences between them and their team members and wanted to know why they were a good team member and why they felt that their peers weren't. And I really wanted context to this. And we've talked about how context is important in communication. Perception can be reality, but it doesn't make it right. And I wanted to know, was this just a perception issue or was the context different and the perception was wrong? So the example they gave me was how they always clean the office and always said yes to any task requested. And they always did their best to accommodate all of their peers' requests. Then I asked them these two questions. What did you do before announcing that you were going to be gone for two days that would have set up the peers to help this person? What communication did they give that said, I would need this help. I want this help. Uh, I might have some gaps. There are some things that you can do. What did you do to set up your peers for success? And then I also ask is, what cost is there for you to say yes to every request you get from your peers that you say makes you a good team member when you're complaining about already having too much work? So where's the positive in saying yes and overburdening yourself with tasks? How is that contributing to a better work environment? And they seem to kind of get it at first. And they seem to understand that they might be contributing to the discourse and the chaos that was going on. But then I kind of went too far. Well, maybe I didn't go too far, but what I said was, and I ended the discussion or tried to end it by saying, you know, ultimately, in the end, the partners, myself, and the rest of the owners of the company are uh, responsible for the chaos uh, that you and your peers are expressing. We have created an environment that allows for these gaps to happen or these gaps in communication. We overlook what was happening and we let it fester to this point. And aggressively, this employee turned to me and said, yep, you're right. It's all your fault. You set, us all, you set us all up to fail. And that was that for them. Lesson lost. Me admitting that I could do a better job of being a leader, teaching them to communicate better, having more context was enough for them to self-justify their actions and move blame away and not take responsibility for their contribution to the chaos. Some people just can't get into these types of lessons. But that shouldn't mean that we don't keep continuing to use these types of contextual lessons to try to help identify self-deception. One more dramatic uh, example of self-deception was in a board meeting once where a board member was advocating for us to violate a non-compete clause a non-compete clause that was identical to our own non-compete clauses and that we would have prosecuted had somebody violated it with us. Yet this board member was advocating for us to do this with a partner company of our own. And so it was interesting to see how this talk came out and somebody challenged them on being unethical and their self-justification was as well, our partner is unethical, 
So because they're unethical, it's okay for us to be unethical. And uh, the fact is that somebody called him out as a good example of what we should do when challenged in an environment where there is negativity, there is bad things happening. If we don't, if we allow people to be unethical in our presence, if we allow or are involved in a group of people who are taking unethical action and we hold our tongue and we don't participate and we don't try to get them to see the other side, how do we justify that lack, that, that silence? That's a type of self-justification. And it's not okay to justify negative action because somebody else is doing negative action. Two wrongs don't make a right. And the point is, is that actions have consequences. Regardless of our impressions, all actions have reactions. And the reaction for this board member was they were identified as unethical. They eventually were voted off the board, which cost them prestige. It cost them money. It cost them influence. And all because they had made a choice to self-justify unethical behavior in a situation where really it was inconsequential. It really didn't mean a whole lot in the grand scheme of things, but emotions took over, self-justification took over, and we ended up uh, with losing probably what could have been a very valuable part of a team. If you find yourself challenged with self-justification, one of the best things you can do is journal or write it down. We've talked about writing down things to control our emotions. When we find ourselves justifying our actions, sometimes writing it down, looking at it objectively, almost as a third party does, can help us understand why we are self-justifying our behavior, why we are choosing self-justification as a way to excuse our behavior and our decisions. And it can help us to get back to a, a foundation, a center balanced place to stop doing that and to accept accountability and to make better decisions that don't require self-justification in the face of negative issues. The takeaways today are don't let fear hinder your ability to be honest with yourself. Fear is a scary thing, yes, and it can make us do things that we wouldn't normally do, but don't let it do that. And one of the best ways to tackle self-deception when you feel that fear is to write, write, write it down, write the situation down, face it, self-communicate, face it, and have a conversation with yourself, but look at it from a separate set of eyes, take some time, slow down, be intentional, and digest what it is you are self-deceiving, what, what it is you're trying to do, or what it is you're trying to mask or hide. And our actions, remember our actions always have consequences. Regardless of who we think our actions influence, all actions have a reaction. There's always a reaction to our influence. There's always somebody that is influenced by us in the decisions that we make. That always could be ourselves or it could be somebody else, but we are always influencing and our decisions matter. So be mindful of them. Tomorrow we're going to talk about the written word and how powerful writing can be still, even in an age when, uh, uh, or in an age when we text, email, type, all of the different ways we can communicate, watch videos, 
do TikToks, all of that. The written word is still a very powerful way for us to communicate. I hope you have a great day.